Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi there, Wellness Wednesday listeners. Thank you so much for joining me once again. It's so nice to be back in the studio. Helen Nguyen, CEO of 3W Medical for Women, just wanted to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to our podcast. I know there are millions of podcasts out there. You've stuck with us through these last couple of years, and I'm just so grateful for you. Today, I have a guest speaker here in our studio, Christina Kovalevich. Kovalevich. I'm going to let her say it because I'm going to butcher it. And And again, another just gorgeous human being sitting in front of us. She's she was introduced to us through another guest speaker that we've had on our podcast named Mazzy. And Christina, how do you and Mazzy know each other again? Yeah. So me and Mazzy competed in Miss Washington USA twice. Awesome. And then I aged out. And then the <laughs> next year after she won, she became Miss Washington Aww. USA. But you know, it's not about the outcome. It's yes. about the, the journey. experience, the journey and yes. the people you get to meet. Yes. And she told me she's so funny because I just celebrated my 30th birthday. And so she was at this surprise celebration that was hosted for me. Oh. And she's like, when I first met you, I was so intimidated by you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, aren't we all intimidated by each other when we walk into a room of gorgeous, yeah. intelligent women? And, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that, you know, we were able to sit down, have that conversation and yeah. share a stage together. And, yeah. You know, it's like it's the journey. So it's everything that has happened afterwards that really yeah. matters. And yes, yes. So thank you for having me. I'm of so excited. Like, I can't stop smiling. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I'm so excited. <laughs> well, I'm just so grateful for for you and your time coming into our studio today. We have a plethora of topics to talk about. Specifically, I wanted to hone in this this new adventure, this business that you just started, pageantry, and something that's near and dear to our reproductive health of yeah. uh, hearts out here in, in 3W is PCOS. Yes. And that is a tough topic for a lot of women out there right now. And hearing it from someone like you who's like put together and gorgeous <laughs> is going to help so many people. Um, so just would you mind just introducing yourself? How long have you been in the pageantry world? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make this real quick. So uh, I was yeah. born in uh, Yolgava, Latvia, which yeah. is in Eastern Europe. Okay. And we immigrated back to my parents' homeland, which is Belarus. So for those who, you know, it's, it's okay. You're, you're not expected to know the tiniest little <laughs> country in the world. But it's next to Ukraine, Russia, Estonia. Yeah. And then 
then when I was five years old, when we came to Washington State, and I definitely overcome a lot of different challenges and setbacks, and maybe that'll be a conversation for another day. But yeah, I came here, learned two languages at once. You know, I did. I went to the public school. Uh, Simultaneously, my parents had me do one night a week, sometimes twice, in like a local Russian school because they wanted me to keep the language. And Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful because of the opportunities and the jobs that I've had just because I knew another language. Yeah. It's an asset, right? Yes. In such a diverse place that we live in. And so I grew up. I had a lot of energy. I always ran around. You could not... stop me. I was the, like the only girl on the field with the boys with the soccer ball. And I remember one summer I counted like 22 bruises on one leg. I mean, you, I, I was crazy. My parents were convinced because we didn't have ultrasound back then. Like yes. 3W was not there. <laughs> so they thought they had a little boy inside Aww. of them because I was always so fast. And my mom was like, I've never given birth to anybody as quickly as you. <laughs> so speed is a part of me. Yes. So in a different world, I would be a sports car race driver (laughs) (laughs) and all the fancy Lambos (laughs) and Austin Martins and everything. Um, But yeah, and so I went to college when I was 16. I did this great thing called Running Star. And then by 18 to finish my associates, I just wanted to get school out of the way. Mm -hmm. I couldn't sit still for more than 50 minutes. That's when I would start to check out. Yeah, yeah. I totally understand that. (laughs) So, you know, I'm very athletic in my nature. And I was like, okay, let's just, what's the fastest route? Yeah. Like, that's it. I don't even need to get all A's. I'm okay yeah. with an A minus, a B, B plus. <laughs> and so I finished both my bachelor's by age 20. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, the world is my oyster. Let's yeah. do this. And right. so I just dived into work. I did a year in a very detailed job. I had to be very meticulous, attention to detail. Oh. I worked with customs like brokerage yeah. and yeah. all the paperwork. Yeah. And it really taught me to slow down mm. and to focus because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like fast all my life. <laughs> and then I realized even though they wanted to promote me after a year, there was another job that came around. So mm. I became a supervisor in a call center. Mm. So I managed a team of 15 people. That's where I learned a lot of my people skills. Yeah. I low-key became like a therapist and counselor because everybody comes in with baggage. A baggage <laughs> and your team is diverse. Yes. And so many times I had people that were significantly older than me. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of taught me to, you know, uh, wear multiple hats at once. Mm-hmm. And I remember very clearly working hard but being underqualified for this job and mm-hmm. stressed out. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really know that work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> yeah. So after yeah. three years, I hit age 25. And I, at that point, that last two years, I f- saw how physically my life mm. health just began to decline. Mm-hmm. And I was scared to death to go to the doctors. I've mm. never been scared. So if somebody's listening and they're like, I feel like physically something's off, yeah. but I have this great fear of going to the doctors because I'm actually scared to hear the truth. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went to our family doctor or just the one that a lot of our family members went to and she did the ultrasound and she was like, what was the last time you had your period? And I was mm-hmm. like, like maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you mean? Like, you haven't come in here within a year? Yeah. yeah. And so she had these big eyes and my <laughs> eyes were bigger. Because <laughs> if yeah. the doctor has big eyes, yeah. you're freaked out. And so I was like, right. 
this naive, vulnerable little girl mm-hmm. who's been working really hard, making lots of money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, her health was at a dead end. Mm-hmm. And so after we did ultrasound, I was I was just shaking, but mm. I was a strong, independent <laughs> woman. And she was like, wow, you have like a whole pearl of cysts on your ovaries. And wow. we need to really get like push your period out. She's like, we just have to do anything. I was like, well, what do you recommend? And yeah. it's the pharmaceutical route where let's put you on the pill. Mm-hmm. She told me all the side effects mm-hmm. and I didn't know of other options. So mm-hmm. I just took her advice for it. Mm-hmm. And it was in the best way possible, excuse my language, three months of hell. Mm-hmm. So the pill definitely pushed out my period, mm-hmm. but it also, it, it the best way possible is to put this is my body was here Uh my emotions and my mind were here yeah so i don't know what it is about that pill but it really disconnects you from your body right absolutely yeah and it's something i wish more people would speak up about i wish i knew of other (laughs) options and after three months i remember driving home from my job sitting in the car for 10 to 15 minutes physically unable at age 23 24 unable to get out of my car Mm -hmm. because that's the kind of toll the pill had on my Mm -hmm. body Mm -hmm. and i just remember sitting there crying yeah was so not intact with my body, with my emotions. Mm -hmm. Femininity in business is the biggest miracle Mm. the world has ever seen because Mm. I was so disconnected. I was Mm -hmm. not intact with my emotions. Mm -hmm. I didn't have control over my body. I'd come home. I'd finally woman up, come Mm -hmm. into the house, have dinner, and then sit in my bed for two hours before going to sleep. And some days I'd be reading. Other days I'd be scrolling on the phone. Other days I would just be crying. Mm -hmm. And I said, something is wrong. Mm -hmm. This isn't working. Mm -hmm. And I have a big drive and determination and insane dreams. I have a book. I call my dream book. has over 350 dreams written in there. (laughs) And I said, there's no way I will achieve any of them or even be on the route or the journey of getting there Mm -hmm. if I'm not intact with my body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even know. I'm out of control. I don't even know what's going on with me. I just began looking for answers. Yeah. I began looking for answers. And I was like, I'm getting off the pill and I'm Mm -hmm. not going back to the doctor. Wow. It was the biggest risk I took. Yeah. And she was expecting to see me after three months. Yeah. As a follow-up. Yeah. I'm not coming back. Yeah. If the clinic calls me, I'm not returning the calls. Yeah. 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 So. That is something we really emphasize to women because, yes, you can go over the pros and the cons of this medication. Every Every medication has pros and cons to it. But until you let it absorb into your body and see the effects and then. The thing is, everybody around you is telling you, oh, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the pill. Everybody's on the pill. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. I very much had the same situation where I had horrible, horrible periods, horrible bleeding, horrible cramps. I had the opposite problem where I was having periods that were regular, but they were making me miserable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely miserable. I miss days in a month because I would just be laying in bed bleeding the whole time. And so, yeah. And so a lot of the doctors that I went to were like, get on the pill. It's going to regulate your period. But like you, I knew Mm -hmm. there was something much deeper to the situation. The pill so much acted like a Band-Aid. Yes. And it masks the real problem of what our body is screaming at us. Mm -hmm. Like there's a problem and you need to get somewhere 
that that honors yeah. these feelings that you have about your body because you know your body the best. Yeah. You know, sometimes these pills or these hormones or these these injections, they really mask the problem. They don't really get down to the root of the problem. Yeah. And here at 3W, we try our best to communicate that to our patients. It's easy for us to write a prescription. But we care deeply about you enough to say, let's walk on this journey with you to find out what really is the problem. And it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. It's going to take patience. But the answer that you're going to get to is the real truth, is the real answer. And that's what you deserve. Yes. And I'm so sorry (laughs) that you had to go through that. That must have been so terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, but... The story gets better. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah, go. Keep so going. I'm reaching almost age 25. So I'm in my last half a year of age 24. Mm-hmm. And a couple years prior, I get a once-in-a-lifetime phone call mm-hmm. where the Samantha's like, I got a hold. In my heart, I'm a writer. I got a hold of one of your newsletters. I want you to write my first book. Mm. Like, and I've always wanted to ghost write or just not even ghost write, but write a book by age 25. Mm -hmm. So I got that call at about maybe age 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And so in the back of my mind, I would check up on him. I was like, when do we, when do you want to start? When do you Mm want to start? Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, my health was coming to a decline. And at age 24, I remember clearly in August, we took about eight days to go to Hawaii, the big island. Mm -hmm. And I remember being in paradise Mm -hmm. and just being able to catch my thoughts, my breath. Mm. I kid mm. you not, the simplicity of life is so beautiful. Like I, yeah. I could even talk about mental health. I know what it's like to have your mind racing and to be mm-hmm. anxious and hustling mm-hmm. and trying to reach the society's definition of success. Mm-hmm. But I also know the opposite of that. And the opposite is always better. And mm-hmm. you need to fight for it. You mm. need to sacrifice what society defines as success mm. to find your own definition of success. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there and I was like, why am I working so hard? Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting to experience this. This should be my norm. Mm-hmm. And I, I had this thought, if I could just get one month in Hawaii, mm. I will restore everything. Like not even me, myself, but my body will restore itself. Mm. And, you know, it might not be an option for some people, but it might be an inspiration to draw from. Mm -hmm. You might not be able to get out to Hawaii. It might be expensive. Maybe you're in a situation where you have family, Mm -hmm. you're tied down to mortgage. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was in a place where I was a free bird. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was like, the world is my oyster. I need to get out of here. So when I came back, I said, I need to get out. Mm-hmm. to Hawaii for one month. Mm-hmm. And so the following year, it was January, I just approached this man and I said, hey, I'm going to write your book this year. Mm-hmm. So whatever it's going to cost you, like with your time, mm-hmm. but you got to get me the transcript or mm-hmm. the audio because I need something to work with, but we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so by June, you know, my birthday, I hit 25 in May, in June, I did this ridiculous thing that was the best decision in my life about a one-way ticket, one-way ticket to Hawaii, and I left. <laughs> I put in wow. my four-week notice, and I left. Yeah. And I arrived, and the first three days, I had such high anxiety because oh. my body and my mind did not know how to slow down. Right. It didn't know how to live life. Yeah. It didn't know how to prioritize itself. Like, I love what you said, honor yourself. Mm-hmm. And we're so good about honoring other people. Yeah. But honoring ourselves, I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And so at 25, I was relearning 
how to live life. Mm. And I ended up being in Hawaii for three months. That's how much time I needed. Wow. And the crazy thing is it took, I didn't have my period for over a year, but it was on the third day of being in Hawaii where my period burst out. Whoa. And I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was like that gut feeling of, if you're going to be in sunlight, Mm-hmm. right vitamin d mm-hmm. if you're gonna have whole foods mm-hmm. in your like diet mm-hmm. and um, if you're just gonna get proper sleep and you're gonna decrease maybe not completely you know push away but you're gonna decrease stress mm-hmm. those four things will restore your body naturally mm-hmm. and that is the recipe that helped me yeah our bodies are amazing our bodies are amazing and it can it can function under stress very well to an extent and then it gets to a point where it can't. Yeah. And then it, it then it needs you to like consciously, intentionally say, okay, I'm going to listen mm-hmm. and really hit that pause button to give it this chance to restore itself. Yeah. My dad always talks about our bodies like a car. It needs maintenance. It needs yeah. oil changes. It needs tire, new tires. It needs a new engine, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's something that we... I think we, as especially as women, we live in a world that's like, go, 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 go. This person needs us. Our kids need us. Our husbands needs us. Our parents need us. Everybody needs us in some capacity. And then we get lost in that need because that need becomes our, oh yeah, our, our everything, right? Our yeah. everything. So how did you, you know, after those three months in Hawaii, how did you dip your toes into this new business adventure that, yeah. that you just started? Yeah. So I do want to add on, I forgot to mention before I left to Hawaii, I did have naturopath doctors. Mm-hmm. So I was connected and a lot of it actually paid out of pocket. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the corporate insurance oftentimes does not cover the type of health that I believe the holistic approach, yes, which is very necessary. So if people have the finances, always look for a naturopath doctor. Just mm. give it a shot. <laughs> At least that. Or come here. Come yeah. to this clinic. Yeah. We believe in like, holistic just, care. I, I remember I paid a lot of money. Yeah. And I was determined to find solutions. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, I got connected to Alyssa Vitti's book called The Woman Code. I read that mm. twice. I would literally go to the grocery store with her cycles four cycles <laughs> right follicular yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> all four women's cycles and i would be like okay which cycle am i on right yeah. now and i would literally shop per cycle mm-hmm. like i i had to very intentionally incorporate the mm-hmm. the correct measures and i mm-hmm. went to the extremes but that's mm-hmm. because my body needed it like yeah. I, was, I had a couple months where i was gluten-free dairy-free refined sugar-free mm-hmm. like i just had to detox completely like I, I did all of that before i even left to hawaii and i knew that if i was going to go to hawaii i'm going to be out of insurance but i'm also going to be out of like a corporate job mm-hmm. and out of contact mm-hmm. with my you know doctors that i would be seeing that would mm-hmm. be examining me on a regular basis so you know it was a risk but it was worthwhile and it was also like my spirit and my soul everything was really aligning and just I knew deep down like I needed that so mm-hmm. I think as a woman who is now operating out of femininity you need to listen to that inner gut spirit mm-hmm. your voice inside yeah and you need to trust it sometimes more than even your doctor Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Respect your doctors, honor them. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta tap inside because if right. they were to be like, no, sit back and finish all these treatments with us, 
Yeah. I, I don't know what the outcome would be. Right. So right. I went to Hawaii. I came back. I took it through the editing process with a couple okay. other people. I published it. And then I was like, wow, I'm, I'm back in the market. Yeah. Like, what do I want to do with my career? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to move out to California. There was an opportunity there and it did not mm. come through. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when one door closes, another door opens. Mm-hmm. So I was just like scrolling and just <laughs> next thing you know, I see the winner of Miss USA, Chelsea Christ uh-huh. of 2019. And I was like, something's captivating about her. Huh. And I was like, mm. and so I kind of jokingly talk about her to my sisters and one of them was like i could see you competing in that huh wow and i was like no that's kind of pathetic why do i need a crown <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not i'm not that kind of girl yeah and so i'm always up for a challenge and mm-hmm. so it didn't leave me mm-hmm. i was like what will it cost me to do it like what really how hard can it be and so i throw myself into pageantry i i come in i compete i make semi-finalists with no coaching, no proper training, just kind of like, let's just ride yeah. this on a whim. Yeah. And then the second year, somebody encourages me to come back. Hmm. And they're like, do it again. I won my second time. Hmm. And my second time, I had a whole setup of coaches. They really trained me mm-hmm. and prepared me for what is to come. And I'm so mm-hmm. thankful for every sponsor, for every person in my journey. I literally owe them the world. And I almost won. I made first runner up. Mm-hmm. I lost by a sneeze. <laughs> um, but that's okay. You yeah. know, it was kind of a hard note to chew on, but yeah, yeah. it set me up for where I am today. Right. And so after you kind of deliberate and you really process it, I was yeah. like, what do I really want to do? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I got to travel a lot. I got to create content for, you know, like public figures. Mm-hmm. I got to really explore my options with like red carpet interviewing, TV hosting. Mm. I just, I did modeling, like you name it. I just yeah. went all into entertainment, all the fun. And I was like, I'm just going to live life. Yeah. Like I just want to see the world. Uh huh. And, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Like just wherever the journey takes me. And so opportunities would find me, but I also know, so I'm a believer, I'm a faith-based person. I, I really I really believe that God set me up. Mm. And he gave me opportunities that people don't even see in their entire lifetime. Yes. And I'm so thankful for that because I am born to be a public figure. Like mm. I'm born to mm-hmm. be known, to be in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. But there's also a set of responsibility that comes with that. Yes. And he purges a certain character within you mm. that money can never buy. Yes. It's got to be life experiences. It's got to be hardships. Yes. That humbles you, that mm-hmm. challenges you, makes you very lowly, meek, mm-hmm. simple, mm-hmm. but also sets you up for pure success. Yes. Because the world has enough of people who think they have it all. Here are mm-hmm. the 10 rules of success. And, mm-hmm. and they walk mm-hmm. around really arrogant and proud. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the next wave of leaders, they're going to be meek. They're going to be humble. They're going to mm. be simple. But they're going to be wealthy in their mindset and financially. Because they're, they're going to be building. Because they're grounded. They're grounded. They got truth. deeper foundation. Yeah. And they're going to be able to build high-rise buildings. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to take an idea and explode it. They're going to have a vision. Mm. And they're going to be able to build a team of people that are going to 
run with them after this vision Mm -hmm. to truly make this world a better place. And it's going to be all facets. It's going to be in medicine. It's going to be in education. It's going to be in government. It's going to be in entrepreneurship. It's going to be in sports. Like I I just see women and men collaborating, coming together. And I know we live in a world that has, has a lot of different viewpoints. So kind of transitioning now into femininity business. And I've seen it and I've held, I've held a lot of different conversations. And I'm so surprised when women tell me, I'm just going to step on some toes, we don't need men. Hmm. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. You don't need men in this world? <laughs> like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, if your plumbing is down, <laughs> who do you call? 99% of the times, you're going to call a man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if your car breaks down, mm-hmm. I needed my tires to be pumped up a little bit. I call my dad. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I need something heavy to be carried through, I work out. I I love muscle. I love a lean toned body. Mm-hmm. But if I can, I ain't not moving nothing heavy <laughs> myself. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> okay. Like seriously. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be real here. Well, I'm just like, why work harder when someone else is willing to do it for you? <laughs> no. So like uh, like he. He wants to get dirty. Like he's that's okay. So, like yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna go real here. So <laughs> I went to a business conference in Hollywood, Florida last year. Eighty five percent of the room. That's what they told us was men. I look mm-hmm. around. I'm like, no joke. Mm-hmm. This is a masculine male world. They they are all competing. They're mm-hmm. all getting down into business. They're having and I'm just sitting there. I was like, I love the energy in this room mm. because. This is where true men thrive. Men who know Girl. who they are, Preach. they <laughs> were dominating that space. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. And when they would ask me, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people get so confused about sameness, equality, but forgetting to celebrate the difference. Mm. We're made differently. And it's a good thing. Yes. Men can't do what we do. And quite frankly, they probably don't want to. And there are some things that we can't do that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And they forget to celebrate their own gender. And we shouldn't be competing with a gender that's never going to understand the, the strengths and the struggles that we go through. And we forget that there's still good in the difference. You know, I have a little boy and I'm reading this book called The Male Brain to understand him and just, you know, the the growth. Their their whole genetic and their whole DNA and the way they think and the way they approach things are just so different than my little niece. You know, he's a little girl. And it's like, there's goodness in both. Yeah. And it we need to compliment each other, not constantly trying to be at odds with each other. I agree. And that is so awesome that yeah. you do that, <laughs> that you say that. So I came back and right, and yeah. I'm so influenced. And I'm like, I want to do what Patrick but David is doing for men predominantly. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that women are not allowed. It's yeah. just that that's not his audience. So know right. your audience in business. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do this for women. Mm. I want to redefine woman empowerment. First of all, we are not to compare. We are not to compete with each other. We are not to envy and be jealous. Mm-hmm. That is the first thing. When when I meet you and mm-hmm. I sense that because I have intuition mm-hmm. and I have like a spirit of discernment, if I sense that from you, mm-hmm. problem is not in me. <laughs> it's in you. Yeah. 
I, that's the first thing. And I will yeah. help a woman discover it and f- yeah. help her with that. Yeah. I don't have an issue with supporting, celebrating yeah. a woman. But if she meets me, she doesn't know me. Mm-hmm. And even if you know me, you should not ever be operating from a place of jealousy, competition. Yeah. yeah. And so the opposite is celebration, like I said, nurturing mm. and really uplifting. There's yeah. nothing wrong with me uplifting you higher than myself. Yeah. That does not diminish me. If I'm going to be attracting women in women empowerment, yeah. that means I need to take a step back and let her be in the spotlight. Mm. It is not all about me. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way leadership is done. Mm-hmm. The most successful leaders in the world are always servants. Like I want to make that clear both mm-hmm. for men and women. And so I think that also works in marriages mm-hmm. is when we're able to put one above the other. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yes. Like, yeah. how can I better serve you? Right. How can I meet your needs? Mm-hmm. And if we both do that both ways, right? Not just yeah. one way. That's going to be a very successful marriage. And so I just, I think we need to go back to those OG values, original yeah. values yeah. that humanity is built on. And I just think we live in a world that is very unfortunately confused. And being mm-hmm. the founder of femininity in business, I'm saying hone into your feminine innate abilities, mm-hmm. the things that you are born with. Mm-hmm. Do not be shy of them. Like literally dominate the space with the thing that God has given you mm-hmm. and be unapologetic about it. Mm. That's that is it. so cool. That is it. I don't that care so- what you do in business. I don't <laughs> care if you're building a career from home. Yeah. I don't care if you're owning your career as a mom. Yeah. I don't care if you're making $500 million a year. Mm-hmm. If you're an employee, whatever line of business you're in, mm-hmm. be a woman own it mm-hmm. and never discriminate, discourage or diminish mm-hmm. the power of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you're stripping a man off of his masculinity, that does not make you more feminine. Yeah. That actually yeah. makes you pretty ugly as yeah. a woman. Yeah. And I say that confidently because I've seen it. Yes. I've seen in rooms where women are trying to be heard mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being heard yeah and and actually i'm gonna put myself under the bus i was like let me try to be dominating and masculine mm-hmm. and a little bit more aggressive so i was on a call with a man i was like and i was trying to like it, it, and it was something that just didn't really matter to me but i tried mm-hmm. to take that approach because i love experimenting mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it was ugly Mm. Like the man got so defensive. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. like, he wasn't rude to me, mm-hmm. but I could tell how his walls went up. And this was years ago. I was like, yeah. let me just try that approach. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, yeah, it just, and I didn't even feel like myself. Mm-hmm. I was operating from a place that just wasn't very natural to me. Mm-hmm. And so now when I go into space, it's the first thing I want to do is I'm not shy from introducing myself, mm-hmm. but then I also immediately know when to retract and where to be an active listener. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mm-hmm. take away from me. No. In fact, yeah. as a servant leader, serve me with your knowledge. Mm. Serve me with your experiences. Mm-hmm. Serve me with your experience expertise. Serve me with your masculinity. Mm. I'm going to create a space because masculinity, it operates from a place of I want to protect and I want to provide for you. At their core, that's who they are. And as a woman in my femininity, I'm in a place where I want to nurture, I want to create, and I want to cultivate. And so if I create a space where I'm feminine, I will automatically attract masculinity. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm operating in business or in life mm-hmm. and I'm not and, I, and I'm toiling and I'm hustling and just something feels off, I'm like, I'm not operating in my femininity. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to attract masculinity to kind of co co-create co-labor together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and let's stop wasting our time of competing with one another mm-hmm. and actually learn how to like create and co-labor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. in every facet of life yeah that's like my biggest messaging and I think I'm that's still awesome. learning and I'm still figuring it out yeah but it starts with these conversations like today just to hone in on that a little bit more what type of pushback have you been getting when you <laughs> when you say these kind of things? Because all these things that we're trying to define in our world right now, what is femininity? And it seems mm. like women are forfeiting who we are. Yeah. So I've hosted two women events and we've actually attracted a lot of males as well mm-hmm. because they want to sit in that space to learn more. It is such a rare topic, unfortunately, in our world mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. that people will pay to sit in that room just to hear opinions. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I stepped on your toes. I'm so sorry. But I'm really <laughs> not. It's my opinion. Yes. Leave yeah. it or take it. Yeah. The other thing that I want to encourage people is to be open-minded because closed-minded people will always be set in their own ways Mm -hmm. and believe that their way is the only right way. Mm -hmm. And so when we're open-minded, we actually begin to automatically operate from femininity Mm. because we are choosing to listen to different opinions and then making the best choice possible. One great thing is God gave us a free will. Mm -hmm. I will never shove my opinion down your throat. Yeah. Because you do not have to believe it. Like if you're offended, that's on you. That's not on me. Yeah. Because you practice true tolerance. Yeah. 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 Right. That's that's the whole that's the whole mindset behind being tolerant is we provide space. We live in a free country. Mm -hmm. We provide space for all types of conversations to be had. Mm -hmm. There's no shoving of of opinions down anyone's throat, but we should be able to freely speak our opinion. And so when you know who you are and whose you are. You will never be competing. You will never be jealous of the person next to you Mm -hmm. and you will operate from a very meek, humble place. But you will take up space. And eventually, in your place of sphere of influence, your voice will be heard. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I think we need to just, like we said, figure out who we are. Yeah. Get back to truth. Yeah. Don't just listen to anybody out there saying right. anything. Right. You have right. to find what the truth is. Uh-huh. And sometimes you gotta you got to really like search for it. Yeah. You have to search for it. Well, you have to search for it and you have to be honest with yourself about it. Because I think a lot of people operate under misconceptions of what truth is, right? Mm -hmm. You can Google truth these days. That's so true. You can Google truth these days. And that truth leads you down a lot of, can lead you down a lot of hurt and manipulation and coercion because you're taking on other people's truths, not your own. And so, so much of the time we feel like out at sea. I I feel like a lot of our patients sometimes that we serve, that's what they're, that's what they're trying to seek when they're coming here is they're like, there's something going on with my body. There's something going on with my world. And I really want to find something that helps me ground myself. Hearing your faith comes through, that's your anchor. <laughs> well, that's, that's the anchoring. only thing that brought me through PCOS. Yeah. Because I know depression. Yeah. 
I know mental illnesses. (laughs) You know, maybe I was never diagnosed because I refused. But I remember, like, something was off in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not feel intact with my body. Mm -hmm. So I've been in a place of darkness. Mm -hmm. And I naturally now want to be, like, a pot of light. Mm -hmm. That when people look at me, they're just like, you're just executing and, like, illuminating my space with this light and femininity. And I just want that to really intrigue people. Mm -hmm. And I want that to lure them into something something deeper Mm -hmm. because everything derives from the spirit realm whether Mm. you believe in it or not Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. first is from the spirit and then it comes out naturally Mm. and many times you know the way we even operate mentally and spiritually in our minds Mm -hmm. it will eventually show up in our bodies Mm. so we need to change the way we think Mm -hmm. in order for our bodies to come in alignment with its original design i do believe that before i came into existence I came from a place of a spirit realm. I was Mm -hmm. in God. I was in a place, you know, of heaven. Mm -hmm. And he actually designed the blueprints of my physical body. Mm -hmm. And when I came into this world, it was all the things that the world considers success that we chase that eventually put my body out of line of Mm -hmm. its original design. Mm -hmm. And what I've done these last few years is I've pulled the emergency brake Mm -hmm. and I said, something is off. Mm -hmm. I got to figure out why my body is not aligning Mm -hmm. to its original design. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't know if I've, if I fully arrived, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just going to be honest, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's months where my period takes not four, but five, six weeks Mm -hmm. to come. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be, I'm going to show myself grace, Mm -hmm. but I will always come back to the truth. And I was, I will always come back to the presence of Jesus who Mm -hmm. gives me peace Mm -hmm. and understanding. And he settles my mind Mm -hmm. where it's absolutely quiet and still. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And in a world of hustle and chaos, we need to create a space of stillness and quiet and peace. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we will drive ourselves into a hole. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that out of theory. I say that out of my own experience. Yeah. <laughs> like everything people hear today is out of my experience. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not just I read it. Yeah. And this yeah. is why I believe messaging our message is so strong. Yeah. Is because when it comes out of everything you've gone through yeah. and you and you have the good, the bad, and the ugly, Yeah, people really look up to you because they're mm-hmm. like, I want to hold on to what you just said. Yeah. And I want to figure out what that looks like in my life. Yeah. What is one message that you would like to tell a 20-year-old woman that's just starting out in her life? She feels like, you know, the world is her oyster. I'm going to attack this. What is that one thing that you wish she would take away from this podcast today? I have two things and I'm going to blend them into one. Okay. I just turned 30 last month. So mm. this is exactly Congratulations. a Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thriving. <laughs> Whoever tells you that it gets, uh, no, just don't even listen to, to silliness out there. It gets better with time and age. Um, but I just wish I could go back. And I and I think I started to realize this at about 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Get rid of every mental timeline. Mm. We think by 22, I'm going to get married. By 25, I'm going to have my first kid. Mm-hmm. By 28, I'm going to launch that business. Like when we put these mental timelines, mm-hmm. life, just like you said, it's bumpy, meaning it's not linear. Yeah. It's not this, you know how they say like, here's the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> 1960, 97. You know when you look at history? Yeah. That is not life. Life no, is life like, is like this. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. So just know that 
especially your 20s, it is a decade of exploration. Yeah. Have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Explore your options. Mm -hmm. Don't be set in stone. If that job opportunity, like that, everything I was trying to get worked out, Mm -hmm. I would have never experienced entrepreneurship, pageantry, Mm -hmm. beauty, entertainment, and finding my voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am so happy all these other jobs I thought I needed to have in my life did not work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing, and I'm only going to speak from my own experience, is on my hardest days, truly on my hardest days, where I would actually be locked up in the bathroom. I was leaning against the wall and I was bawling. That's where all my 11s came from. I just <laughs> cried so much in my 20s because yeah. I was so exhausted. And it was so not easy. Yeah, of <laughs> I course. I was easier. <laughs> But those were the moments where I would always cry out to Jesus. I had nowhere to rely on. And I'm kind of happy I did. And so to that girl listening, just give him a shot. Let me have faith for you. And just say what I said. Jesus, if you're truly alive and you're out there and you're real, Mm. become alive in my life. And that is probably one of the best prayers I've ever spoken. And it wrecked my world. And life was still not, not linear and it still wasn't easy, but I would rather walk that entire journey with him than alone. Well, thank you so much for that encouraging message. And it's just refreshing to hear that from someone that does have the platform that you do have and a voice. And so Mm -hmm. thank you so much for this conversation. I had no idea where it was going to (laughs) go. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm really honored to be here. And I'm like, you know, if you didn't believe in my messaging, you know, in my journey with my PCOS, um, we would never be here. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, thank you so much for being here and I guess tune in again, guys, <laughs> for these types of amazing conversations that are so organic and just come. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and until next time. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide. Book an appointment or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.